Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever Sex and the City recap episode. This is just going to be a little mini-sode, if you will, just recapping Sex and the City, because if you listened to the trailer episode, it is, like, my favourite TV show of all time, and I fucking love it. So, I was like, you know what, let me just do a little recap every week, starting from the very beginning. This is the beginning! Okay, RuPaul, calm down. But, yeah, so I'm going to be doing it from the very beginning of Sex and the City, starting off with the pilot episode, which is accurately titled Sex and the City, Season 1, Episode 1. Let's get into it. (sighs) Okay, so this is obviously the first ever episode of the series. And it's a very important episode, of course, because we meet all of the girls, Charlotte York, Samantha Jones, Miranda Hobbs, and of course, Carrie Bradshaw. And we also meet Mr. Big, who is the icon and the legend. Um, so right off the bat, we start the episode with the iconic theme song and the opening we see Carrie jumping around in a little tutu with her face on the side of a bus jumping in puddles love it and then the iconic theme song love it can't beat it it's just so iconic and like I love the fact that they like kept it for every single episode like throughout the whole series they never changed it and I do kind of wish that they kept it for or like made or reenacted it or whatever for I'm just like that. But I suppose we'll get into that when I recap I'm just like that, which will probably be like a year away. But oh no, like two years away. But anyways, yes. So it starts off with the theme song and the opening and it's iconic. And we see Carrie typing on her laptop and doing her classic narration. You know, once upon a time, an English journalist came to New York. Like, iconic. Fucking love it. Um, And Carrie just continues to tell a story about a young journalist named Elizabeth, who came over from London, I think it was. And she hooked up with one of the city's, quote, typical... Oh, my God, I can't talk. I can't fucking talk. She hooked up with one of the city's, quote, typically eligible bachelors, a 42-year-old investment banker. And Carrie also says that they met in typical New York fashion at an art gallery opening. They spent some time together, you know, going on dates and everything for about two weeks. And the investment banker was going to buy a house for them. And they planned to have dinner with her, with his parents. And then she never heard from him again. (laughs) and Carrie is telling this story because Elizabeth told Carrie at a coffee date, if that makes sense. Carrie is learning about this because she's writing her Sex and City column for the New York Star, which is, you know, all about dating in New York. Already in episode one, Carrie is mentioning Manolo Blahnik sandals, which is a common theme in Nearly every episode of Sex and the City, she loves her Manolos. Um, we see something that was only in season one, and it was Carrie's like narration to the camera. 
So an example of this is later on in this episode when she's talking to Charlotte on the phone. She does this thing where it, it like the scene almost like stops and she's just like talking to the camera and I hated that. I'm not even gonna lie, like I really didn't like it. I just I don't know, something about it I didn't like. So I'm glad that they got rid of that. But I really like this quote from Carrie. It's about men in New York and she says, Why are there so many great unmarried women and no great unmarried men? And then we see a montage which they did a few times in season one where it's like showcasing like men and women talking about toxic bachelors. And this is where we meet Miranda Hobbs at the little buffet. I thought that was cool. First time seeing her. All the girls look so different in the first episode, but we meet Miranda at the buffet, Charlotte at her art gallery that she's managing. We meet Skipper Johnson, who is a friend of Carrie's, who we don't really see too often after season one, but... We see him, and yeah, then we see Miranda and Charlotte again. That's, I am recording this in college once again, so if you hear the noises, that's what that is. But yeah, so we see that little montage, and that's that's cool. We're starting to meet some people, and then there's also like random men and women that we never see again, just talking about relationships in New York and like toxic bachelors and all of that. The first time we see all four of the girls together is at Miranda's birthday dinner. Um, and the only person, up until this point, the only girl that we hadn't met was Samantha. Um, Samantha Jones, who owns a PR company. And she says that successful saleswomen in Manhattan have two choices. Bang your head against the wall and try to find a relationship, or you can just go out and have sex like a man without feelings. Um, I thought that was a very good point. And it's obviously like the whole topic for the episode. But this is the first scene where we see all the personalities of the girls. So we see that Miranda is an independent woman who likes having men around, but is more job focused. She is a lawyer. We see Samantha is a sex obsessed woman who can have sex like a man and just go about her day which i love and charlotte is looking for romance and just romance she wants to settle down she wants to meet the guy for her that she's going to marry and have kids and carrie up until this point she's a blend of samantha and charlotte and miranda so she likes sex she likes her job she's independent like, she's, like, the perfect blend. And I feel like maybe the producers were going for that with her character. So she could be, obviously, like, a fan favourite. Of course, she's, like, the main bitch. But she could be a fan favourite and nobody would really have, like, a problem with Carrie because she's, like, in the middle of everything. Um, and Carrie says something when she's narrating once again. She says, were women in New York giving up on love and throttling up on power? That was about the having sex like a man, like without feelings. And we also meet Stanford Black, Willie Garrison, rest in peace. Um, we also meet him in the first episode um, when Carrie and Stanford are having dinner or lunch. And it's really interesting to see like people smoking cigarettes inside. Like it's crazy 
um, from the mid-90s, Sex and the Shitty. But, yeah, so we meet Stanford Black for the first time when him and Carrie are having lunch together and Carrie's ex-boyfriend is at the bar. Carrie isn't going to go over to him and Stanford is like, you know, don't go over to him, you're just going to cause yourself heartbreak. Um, but then Carrie gets his second thought and she's like, hold up, I'm writing this column called Sex in the City. My friend told me to have sex like a man without feelings. This is my chance to finally have sex like a man. So she does it. She has sex like a man with her ex-boyfriend. His name is Kurt. And Carrie says, I felt like I owned the city. Nothing and no one could get in my way. Then, as Carrie's leaving Kurt's apartment, she bumps into a man and everything falls out of her bag. And most noticeably, her condoms fall out of her bag. A man then helps her pick up everything that fell out of her bag on the sidewalk. And this is the first time we meet none other than Mr. Big. He's handsome, he's not wearing a ring, he knows Carrie carries condoms. He knows she carries condoms everywhere she goes. And already, like, we can see the chemistry that Sarah Jessica Parker and Chris Noth have on camera. Like, those two together, like, just create magic on the screen. They have, like, such good chemistry. And already we can see that. Carrie meets with Skipper Johnson for coffee and they're talking about everything. They talk about his sex life or more so his lack of a sex life. And Carrie's like, you know what? I know the perfect person for you. And Carrie sets Skipper Johnson up with Miranda Hobbs. Um, and this is what I like about Sex and the City. It kind of cuts from person to person. So we see Carrie and then it turns to Charlotte has a date with one of the city's most notoriously... I can't say that word. Notoriously? Notoriously. Notoriously. Charlotte has a date with one of the city's most notoriously ungettable bachelors, um, which is interesting because, as I said, Charlotte is always about romance and trying to find the right guy. And... We see later on in the series that Charlotte is like a very particular person and she likes things done her way. So it's surprising to me, like looking back, that she gets with this bachelor. Um, because you think she'd go for a different kind of guy. But And then it skips on and we see that all four of the girls and Skipper Johnson are at a new club called Chaos in Manhattan. Miranda and Skipper are on their date and it's not going well, you guys. It's not fucking going well. Uh, Miranda isn't having any of it because Skipper is very, very nervous. He hasn't been on a date in a while. Miranda's very... What's the word? She's very... Miranda is very, like, in charge. She, like, wears the pants in the relationships. So he's, like, very nervous. And then, as I said, he hasn't been on a date in a while. Um... And Carrie meets her ex, Kurt, at the club again. And he was pissed off that Carrie left, like, straight after they had sex because he wasn't used to that. And then he saw that Carrie understood the type of relationship he wants. He wants sex without commitment. 
And Carrie felt like she wasn't in control anymore. So she was just like, mm, okay, bye. <laughs> we meet Big again. We meet Mr. Big again. And Samantha knows him. And she says to Carrie that he's the next Donald Trump, except younger and better looking. Mr. Big waves at Carrie and she gets all flustered. And Samantha is like, you know, do you know him? And Carrie's like, oh no, whatever. So Samantha tries to get with Big, which is a really interesting thing to look at, like looking back when we see like how far Big and Carrie had gotten, spoiler alert. <laughs> but Samantha tries to get with Big, which is a really weird thing to see. Because, like, you see Big and you refer to him as, like, Carrie's man. But, so Samantha tries to get with Big. And then we see Samantha on her date with, as I said, one of the city's most notoriously ungettable bachelors. Um, and he wants to go back to Charlotte's place. And, oh no, Charlotte, mm, I really can't talk. Like, this is so annoying. Charlotte's date wants her to go back to his place. Um, and he wants one thing, and we all know what that is, sex. But Charlotte is playing hard to get, and she's like, you know, I have to get up really early tomorrow. So they set up another date. Charlotte's date then does a really weird thing, and he gets in the taxi with her, and he's like, there's two stops on this ride, whatever. And he goes to chaos because he needs to have sex tonight. He just needs to get it out of his system, which is fair enough. And Charlotte is honestly disgusted, which is not surprising. She's very much that 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 kind of girl. She's that kind of girl. Um, and then we see Samantha again. She's trying so hard to get with Big, but he doesn't want any of it. She's tempting him with a tour of the private room because she has keys, and he's cons and he's considering it. But ultimately, he says maybe another time. And then we see, I feel like I'm just like jumping from scene to scene, but it's just like a quick recap of each episode. It's not like a full episode, even though this is 17 minutes and I'm not even done yet. But anyways, um, Miranda and Skipper end their date. It wasn't going well, as I said. He was just too nervous. Miranda has, has the pants on in the relationship. She's that kind of girl. She's the pants girl. But um, they end their date with a makeout session. Ooh, getting hot and heavy. Um, and <laughs> we see Samantha going home with Charlotte's date, which is funny. Um, because they both have sex like a man, so it works out perfectly for both of them. And it was really funny because we see Charlotte's date when he's with Samantha saying, you know, oh, I have to get up early tomorrow, which is something that Charlotte said to him, which I found funny. But it works out perfectly for both of them because, as I said, Samantha has sex like a man, without feelings, no strings attached. So it worked out perfectly. I'm not sure if you can hear that noise. I'm, like, recording this in college and people are screaming in the hallway, but it's okay. And the final scene of the very first episode of Sex in the City, we see Carrie calling for a taxi and preparing to walk home. And Big pulls up beside her in his little chauffeur car and tells her to get in the car and his driver's going to give her a ride. And, and this is where they have their first like proper conversation. And Carrie tells Big that she's doing research about her new article and how women have sex like men. And Big tells Carrie that 
she she doesn't like that and neither does he. And so we see Carrie get out of the car and ask Big if he's ever been in love. And he replies with the most iconic line. And when I say it, you're just going to hear it in Chris Knott's voice. And he says, absolutely. And that's, oh, this, I feel like someone's going to come in. They're cleaning. But he goes, absolutely. And that is iconic. That is just, yeah, it's just so good. I fucking love it. And then we see a freeze frame of Carrie, like, looking at the camera. And, like, it's so re- weird seeing Carrie because in the first episode she has this, like, really curly, like, messy brown hair. And, like, obviously it was in the 90s, so, like, it's, like, really bad quality, like, the camera. But it's just... I fucking love that show. <laughs> And there we have it. Thank you so much for listening to the first ever recap episode of Sex in the City on the Go Ahead podcast. Make sure to give the pod a five-star rating and follow the podcast on Instagram at goahead.pod. The link is down below in the description of this episode. So you can follow for any updates on the show and you can also message me on the Instagram to submit any topics that you want me to talk about or if you want to let me know of any constructive criticism you may have. Or you can do the exact same thing and email me on podcastgoahead at gmail.com. That's the first week of episodes done. We have the catch-up on Monday and Sex and the City on Thursday. I'm still trying to, like, find my feet and trying to get good at this because, obviously, it's my my first podcast. But we'll get there eventually. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Go Ahead podcast. I will be back on Monday with another episode of the catch-up for all the pop culture news and just a bit of a chit-chat. So be sure to check in on Monday and listen to that. But in the meantime, go ahead and indulge. Bye.